Are you ready to accelerate the growth of your business? Welcome to the Revenue Growth Podcast. This is the place for business owners, sales leaders, and marketing professionals to get ideas and inspiration to drive exponential revenue growth. Each week, you'll get actionable insights from the world's leading marketing and sales thought leaders and practitioners. Are you ready to grow? Let's join our host, Daryl Amy, author of Revenue Growth Engine. Welcome back to the Revenue Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Daryl Amy, trailblazer and growth architect. For my marketing friends, do you ever feel overwhelmed? Well, our guest today knows how to create a ton of marketing impact with a small amount of time. You're absolutely going to love this conversation probably going to want to take a lot of notes. Today's episode is brought to you by Convergo, a team helping entrepreneurial companies develop and execute revenue growth plans. If you want to accelerate your growth while building processes that allow the growth to be sustainable, you'll love meeting the team at Convergo. Just go to www.convergo.co to learn how other entrepreneurial companies are growing faster. Well, our guest today, Sarah Noel Block, is the founder of Tiny Marketing. For years, she was a marketing team of one for five companies at the same time. And to pull this off, she built systems that allowed her to expand bandwidth without expanding budget. Did it work? Well, check out some of these results. She's increased organic search traffic by 1,696% using SEO and content marketing strategies. She achieved an 80% email open rate with a 22% click-through rate and a 63% CTA conversion. She's also created over 1,700% increases in social media followers. Well, if you want to get results on a tiny budget, you're going to absolutely enjoy this conversation. And Sarah, welcome to the Revenue Growth Podcast. It's great to have you here. How's it going? Thank you. It's good. I'm, I'm happy to be here. Well, I think today's conversation is so extremely relevant because I know all of our friends, whether they're wearing the marketing hat, sitting in the marketing seat, or they're responsible for marketing in their organization, you know, a lot of it is like, how do we get all this done with a, <laughs> you know, with these yeah. limited resources that we have? It doesn't matter what size of company you have, you're going to have limited resources. I'm curious, you know, you've gotten a ton done without a whole lot of time or budget, what what's the key to this? Being scrappy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, scrappy is definitely where the system came from. I, I built a system when I was a one-person marketing department for those five companies at once. Mm -hmm. And because, you know, for probably a year, I was sitting there like feeling sorry for myself <laughs> that I didn't know how to make it work, how to create all of the marketing that they needed for across, you know, five different bosses. So I created a system where I uh, automate anything that can be automated, systemize it all. So everything has templates and uh, repurposing batching is key. And, um, and it really, it really worked. Awesome. That's fantastic. Well, this is, these, some of these tips and tricks are going to be so helpful to uh, to our audience. I, I really, really appreciate you sharing these, uh, sharing time with us today, and all of that. So, let's start with with content marketing. You know, this is such a critical time right now. Content marketing is a pivotal, critical strategy for, for so many organizations. 
yet it seems really frustrating to put enough content out there to make a dent in anything. You've got some ideas on how we can 10x content marketing without adding headcount? Yes, yes, yes. I think that the reason that a lot of companies have a hard time with content marketing is because they feel like they need to create constantly and that they get that content burnout. And Mm -hmm. I get it because you're seeing all of these companies constantly posting new content. You're like, how do you do this? But a lot of times it's not creating net new content. It's taking the content that they've already had and either updating it so it's relevant today or repurposing it. So let's say you did a a research report Mm -hmm. and you get this nice in-depth research report and it sits on your website as a lead gen. There are a million ways to repurpose that. Make it into um, multiple videos, micro videos like TikToks and Reels, audiograms, different blog posts for each section. I recently worked with Michelle Lynn, and um, she is all about original research, but we did this collaboration where she gave me one of her reports and I told, I broke down how I would repurpose it. And we ended up getting 25 different pieces out of one, out of one research wow. report. Wow. <laughs> well, I think a lot of this is just mindset and going, you know what, maybe we've got more um, content than we thought we had. It's just a matter of looking at it from, from a new set of set of eyes. Yeah. And just, you know, making it part of your routine in your system. So if you don't have a lot of time, let's say you're willing to commit to one content piece once a month. That doesn't feel like a lot, right? That's not overwhelming. Mm -hmm. So you can do that. Let's say you do a show like this where you're interviewing an expert. So you're having this conversation with an expert. What can you do with this video? you can take this video and you can break it up into different learning points. You can turn it into three different videos from your one initial interview. You can turn it into three different podcasts. You can create blog posts from each of those different learning points. There's all of the social media, of course, that goes along with each of those six pieces we've just created from that one core. And you don't have to create all of that yourself. You can hire a fractional team, which costs hardly anything when you're thinking of the grand scheme of things on content Mm. creation. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, I love the idea of systems because I think a lot of times um, in marketing, I mean, there's a lot of us in marketing, we're very creative, right? And so we're thinking about the next idea and the next new new thing. But, um, but as, as we talk about in revenue growth engine, you know, marketing and sales for my sales friends. It's kind of like the wild west in a lot of organizations, but when you can put systems or processes in place, now you're able to take a look and go, okay, yes, let's still be creative, but let's also make sure we've got a system in place to leverage, take advantage of every single opportunity we can from this creative work that we're doing. Um, and systems, systems are really powerful. Of course, the acronym, right? Save yourself time, energy, and money <laughs> on that. Um, how would you recommend uh, folks that are listening in today go about putting together a system for themselves to, to maximize the value of the content they're creating? Yeah, I would start with a simple marketing plan. So you have this annual plan in place, and it could be 
one of those very simple ones, like the one page marketing plan. Mm -hmm. And um, from there, you can figure out what what's what tactics you'll need to be able to execute the strategies within that marketing plan and break that down into what you really need to create. Mm-hmm. Once you know exactly what assets you need to create, what you need to be doing each month, um, use a project management system and build it right in there. So it's kind of foolproof. So I use teamwork mm-hmm. and everything is templated. So every task that I do on a regular basis, there's a checklist in there the people that on my fractional team are already assigned to those. So as soon as it goes up, they're notified that they have a project coming up and it makes it so much easier. And then, you know, beyond templating within your project management tool, template anything that you create with like within Google drive. I have um, templates for all of my creative briefs for any emails that I have social media. So all of the little like, let's say, um, brand messaging and content messaging guides that I have, like, hey, use emojis here, use GIFs whenever you can, use these acronyms, that it's all right there in the template, along with the structure that works really well for each of my clients. Wow, so well thought out. So well thought out. Well, speaking of email, um, you've got some pretty impressive email open rates. I love email. (laughs) So talk to us about email. Yes. Okay. So email you need to do consistently because Google will like, let's say your, your email list, they're on Gmail or they're on Yahoo or whatever. They notice when you don't email consistently. And if you don't have a set schedule, it'll start putting you more in the spam folder or the promo folder. So people won't see you. So set that consistent schedule. That's like mine go out Tuesday mornings and consistently you will see that in your inbox. And the more you do that, the more Gmail will recognize it. So you'll go straight to the inbox and you want to make sure that your subject line is as poppy as possible because that's what gets the open. Make sure that it stands out and it's kind of fun and it's on brand so that people will actually open it. And don't forget the little preview. That's mm-hmm. an option for you because that's another thing they're gonna see before they even open it. And that should have something like a little hint of what's inside. Are you sharing a podcast? Are you sharing a video? Have a little hint, but also make sure you're bringing in your own humor and personality within the preview. I love it, I love it. What do you think some of the biggest mistakes people are making right now with with email? What do you see out there that's just, not working other than the inconsistency. I think it's a really interesting point. Yeah. I think a lot of people are afraid to email their list. So they leave them just sitting there in their, in their email database and they go cold and Mm. then it's just not relevant anymore. So being too afraid to email the people who signed up for your list in the first place is the biggest problem I see. So many people are afraid of annoying their people on their list, but Mm -hmm. they wouldn't have signed up if they didn't, if they didn't want to hear from you. And your email list is a goldmine. These are people who have raised their hand and said, I'm interested in what you have to say. So you don't want to lose that traction and then not having a welcome sequence right from the beginning. So they understand what kind of emails that you're going to get. They have a little introduction to who you are. You give them a tour of your like digital world. It's 
just three emails at the very beginning before you start your nurture process, it makes uh, a huge difference. Yeah, I think that's, uh, I love that idea. And I love these, this three-step um, email welcome sequence formula, not just dropping them right into the, <laughs> into the mix. Yeah, then it's like, where it's am made... I? What's happening? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what, what do you see? What do you recommend in that? that the three-part uh, welcome. welcome. Yeah, I think that's a really cool idea. Yes. First email, give them a gift. Say, thank you for joining. And that would be some sort of lead gen that you could add on there, an ebook or a guide. Mm -hmm. And the second one, do a little intro to who you are. So they know who you are, what they should expect from your emails, how often that they'll get them so they can, you know, try to understand you a little bit better. And then in the third one, give them a, a digital tour of where they can follow you in other places um, where they can find your content and what to expect from you. Brilliant. Really, really sweet. What, as you're looking out over 2022, here we are, we're recording this and it's almost the year's coming up on halfway over, which is crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm curious what you're seeing out there is some of the biggest trends that you're most excited about in the digital marketing space. Hmm. I would say, Let's see, in the digital marketing space, I think that the more personalized video is pretty exciting right now. I just started working with a few different companies in that space, but I'll talk about the most recent, mm -hmm. um, like Bonjoro is one and um, Story Prompt is another one where you're selling, you're sending truly personal emails with video in it to a direct person mm -hmm. and there's no better way to like to build a real relationship and trust than video in the first place because people get to understand your personality and they get mm -hmm. to see your face and how you react to things. And then when it's a personalized email to like one-to-one, -one, it's even more personal and it's more intimate. And so I think that's a, a cool trend that more relationship building and it, it's important. Yeah, I like that a lot. And I, I think that the more we can do to humanize things right now is is really, really critical. And video, personal one-to-one, -one, asynchronous, whatever you want to call it, video is is a really, really awesome way to do that. What are some other things you're seeing out there that you're excited about? Hmm. I would say episodic content. I'm really excited about and like serial content where it's, it's more bingeable. You start it with a hook, you end mm -hmm. it with a cliffhanger and move people to the next video or article or whatever it is, the next content piece. I think that making your content marketing more like Netflix, the way people are consuming content is mm -hmm. an interesting way to go about it. And um, I'm excited to see where this goes. It's this episode of content is, is relatively new, but I'm all about it. I'm just, I'm all in. Well, you can draw people in. And I think that the idea of once again, going back and looking at what content have you created already and how could that be put together in a way yeah. that, that draws people through to want to binge watch your whole season. That's true. Content that you've already created, you can edit it. So it would work as a series and release it you know, just drop like StreamYard. We're using StreamYard right now and you mm -hmm. can schedule it to go live at certain times. So you can take those past videos and restructure them into a series. Brilliant. Really, really cool. It's such a fun time to be 
in the marketing business right now and, and working with so many incredible um, tools and platforms and strategies and tactics. Um, how, how do you, in it, you know, the flip side of all that is sometimes it can be really, really overwhelming. And I <laughs> yeah. know, you know, for not just our marketing friends, but for business owners and sales leaders who have marketing in their line of responsibility, you go, whoa, how am I supposed to make sense? You know, how am I supposed to prioritize all of it? Yes, there's so much that you can do. But I think that when you have that marketing plan in place, and you have your monthly checklist of the things that you're going to produce each month, that Mm -hmm. it becomes so much more manageable. You're like, okay, I need to do these things. I have my fractional team in place to be able to execute them. I know Mm -hmm. exactly what I need to do. And then stay the course. Do your, stay with it, check your analytics and your KPI, give it some time. And then if it's like well-run, well-oiled machine, then you can think about adding something else on there. But as it is, stick with your system and see how that goes first. Well, consistency for sure. And it's hard to be consistent if you don't have a system. So uh, all of this goes back to that audience growth in social right now. In um, in On your LinkedIn page, you talk about a 1,700% increase in social media followers. Wow. How um, how'd you pull that off? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty consistent across all of my clients. And I don't even love social media that much. It's just about consistency, just like mm-hmm. everything else. It is engaging with your people. Like if they raise their hand, they comment on your on your content, or they're talking about something that's related to your business, talk to them. <laughs> it's about being a person and having a conversation. So a couple of things that I always recommend my clients do is, you know, actually invite people to, to follow your, your page because they might not know that it exists mm-hmm. and post your primary social media post the first time on the, um, have the employees post it from their personal pages or the C-suite post it from their personal pages and then repurpose it onto the LinkedIn page for like your business because there's a lot, people follow people and people go to your LinkedIn profile of your business page because they're looking for your website or something. So make sure that your employees are getting first rights to the social media that you're creating and that they're um, notified because so you could just hit a button and they're notified when you post something from your LinkedIn social media page. I like that. I like that a lot. And uh, I think so much effort gets put on company pages when really it's the people in the company that are, that are the ones that have the it's yeah. a social network. It's not a network of companies. It's a network of people. So really, really awesome. SEO search engine placement right now. Let's talk about that for a few minutes. Where what are you seeing in the world of of search engine placement from an organic standpoint that's um, that's lighting things up versus things that are maybe just not working as well anymore? Well, obviously, keyword stuffing is not going to work. Right. And, I mean, hopefully, we're past that one. Yeah, we're past that one. Um, I would say because video was getting so big, making sure to repurpose it and have like really thorough show notes pages. Hmm. So you have a decent amount of content to go with those videos. Long form content is always nice on 
uh, on search engines. Google loves long form content. I'm using a tool right now called ClearScope to um, to track you know which keywords are being used where, and um, then it grades on your SEO. But it is, of course, giving me a word count that you need to hit, and it's always long. Right. <laughs> so don't be afraid to put lengthy posts out there. And that would be like your core content and then create smaller blog posts based off of the different subtopics within that. So you could interlink and then doing things like this PR, um, podcasts, tarot, help a reporter out, um, and like video shows, all of those are backlinks. And then bringing influencers into your content creation process because they're more likely to link back. And link building is probably the most relevant, you know, cue to Google that your content deserves to be at the top. So as many backlinks as you can get that are from, you know, cool people and uh, educational resources. I love it. I love it. Well, um, as as you're uh, wrap, as we're wrapping up, what a, a, first of all, fantastic conversation. Thank you so much for Thanks for sharing for your me. inspiration and insight on this. Um, what would you say to business owners that are out there right now? I know a lot of business owners um, go content marketing. I I've know we're supposed to do it, but I mean, can we really see results from it? What would you say? to a, a business owner who's kind of sitting on the fence here in 2022 around content marketing strategies? That content marketing is marketing. There, It feeds everything, every aspect of marketing. So even if you are just comfortable writing social media posts, those can be turned into content. Let's say you had a, a social media post that had a ton of comments, tons of engagement, Use that as a little, um, you know, check mark. Okay, this is content that my audience would care about. And you don't have to do anything yourself with it. You could hire somebody to write a blog post that expands on it. Or you could do a video on it and, um, you know, repurpose it across social media and on YouTube. There's a lot you can do. Even if you are just comfortable creating tiny little micro pieces of content, it can be expanded on. Fantastic. It feeds everything. So don't ignore it. (laughs) What great advice. Sarah, how can folks learn more? They can find me pretty much everywhere with Sarah Noah Block. (laughs) Don't doubt that. My website and all social media is Sarah Noah Block. And then um, my podcast and my live stream show is called Tiny Marketing. Fantastic. Well, Sarah, thank you so much for sharing time with us today. This has been just fantastic. Thanks for having me. Awesome. And thank you to everybody in the Revenue Growth Podcast audience right now. This is the time uh, where we've got to drive and thrive. We've got to keep pushing. We've got to keep working. And the ideas that Sarah shared with us today are super practical in terms of going back and looking at how can, can you create systems to leverage content that you're creating to grow your audience and grow leads and opportunities. What a fantastic conversation. Well, thank you to our friends at Convergo. If you'd like to learn more about a revenue growth plan for your business, go to www.convergo.co. Thank you to everybody who is leaving reviews and sharing the podcast. We're spreading the word for entrepreneurs that want to grow their companies so they can make an impact 
and it's so exciting to be right here in the middle of all of it. We've got an exciting roster of guests coming up over the summer, so make sure to like or subscribe to the podcast. And until next time, let's get going and let's get... Would you like to get complimentary access to the Revenue Growth Engine audiobook? Just text the word revenue to 21,000 or go to revenuegrowthengine.com slash book. You'll get instant access to the audiobook so you can get ideas to help you grow your revenue so you can scale your impact. Text the word revenue to 21,000 or go to revenuegrowthengine.com slash book to get instant access. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope you found ideas to help you drive exponential revenue growth so your business can make more of an impact. If you've enjoyed today's conversation, make sure to like or subscribe. It also helps us spread the word if you'd be kind enough to leave a review. Of course, we'd love it if you would share this with your friends. Together, we are growing revenue so we can scale our impact.